It's time for the No Shot Clock Podcast. We're talking the biggest stories in Illinois high school basketball. Now, here are your hosts, Michael O'Brien of the Chicago Sun-Times and Joe Hendrickson of the City Suburban Boost Report. It's here, state tournament time. Uh, we'll all be heading to Champaign in a couple days now. Had the big conference call with all the coaches this morning and working on previews and getting everything ready to go. Uh, this episode, we are going to preview the state tournament. No big shock there. Obviously, we'll kind of stick to 4A and 3A mo- mostly. We do have one local team in 2A, not much in 1A. But uh, what do you think, Joe? How did the Supers treat you? Uh, what, what are you thinking of this? What's your gut feeling right now? I think it's a different look uh, when you talk state finals, particularly in 4A. And we'll talk a little bit about that when we get into previewing some of these games. I just, I think it's a different feel, different look uh, to the class 4A, you know, semifinals. 3A, I mean, you look, you're, we were a double overtime Springfield Sacred Heart Griffin loss away from having the exact same four teams uh, for 3A. If, if they would have won Simeon, St. Ignatius, Metamora, and obviously Sacred Heart Griffin lost to East St. Louis in the Super. So that's a little bit of the of the same. You know, the rosters are pretty similar. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Super scores, the Super sectional scores were very different than what we saw during sectional play. So many of those. I mean, I, I know you saw, a, a, a you know, a down-to-the-wire barn burner that went <clears throat> into overtime, but Boy, the two at UIC that I watched, um, not so much. <laughs> there were close ones all over the state, though, because I was trying to get the scores into the paper, and there were, like, multiple overtimes going on. So it was pretty close overall. Um, well, I mean, the and that, not in four, right? I mean, you yeah. had pretty – I mean, Bennett just blitzed, you know, obviously just a blowout. Um, but, I, you know, I, 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 I was just surprised – when you get to that point, particularly in foray, that there would be any blowouts. I just, that, that was probably my takeaway. I I expect, I don't expect one possession games, but boy, I, I, I do expect some single digits, you know, uh, keep games within 10 and games that are over in the first half of a super sectional game featuring ranked teams. I mean, Mike, we had two top 10 teams who were done by halftime. Which I I don't I don't go back and look in the history of rankings and super sectional results, but I I would be hard pressed to find when that's happened that often, uh, particularly you know the um, in in the same year. So that that was probably my biggest. Yes, I I do expect some some close games. I expect an overtime. There's a buzzer beater and that made ESPN and in one A, uh, but. Yeah, I just expected a little bit more, you know, in those super sectionals that I was at. I heard Data Ames was sick, throwing up in the locker room. I don't know if you heard that, but. Yeah, I mean, Mike Irvin stated that, you know, he was had the flu. Um, so, I mean, he, he did struggle. They struggled. But as I've mentioned previously in these podcasts, Mike, I, you just saw it. You saw it in the Bennett game. You saw it in some other games that where the pace slowed down uh, and they really needed to execute in the half court. And it just, it, it became a, a, a treacherous 
uh, proposition for them. They just everybody will talk about Downers Grove North shooting in that game, and that did lift them in the early part because <clears throat> they were on fire from three. But overall, what what did it was to be honest, the Downers Grove North's defense was just really, really solid. And in the half court, they were disciplined, and Kenwood just could not function. And I think that's just been the bugaboo that I've watched out of them all year long. And, you know, in hindsight, you know, I picked them to win to get to Champaign. But in reality, going through those teams that play a certain system and style is going to be difficult for them. The uh, new Trier-Libertyville game was not as close as even the score indicated. It just never was really in doubt. It's not a great one. And I kind of got... A little attached to my Grays Lake Central that I went to go see. I was three quarters. I was getting into them. I'm like, ah, these guys are fun. I there you kinda, go. Kind of looking forward to seeing them in Champagne, and then, boom! They literally just—it's it's like they ran off a cliff. <laughs> it was crazy. I—I I think they just got really tired. Um, it—they they were exhausted. They couldn't do anything. And anyway, uh, so that—that that was the. Uh, the supers overall, as Joe said, uh, we, we didn't see any, any really great ones, but I, I think, I don't know how much you've kind of had a chance to dive into it yet, but I guess a couple numbers as we get into this foray tournament in a way it's, it feels like a return, like for me, a bit of a return to the old days. When you look at these records and these winning streaks, that how, these- how far of old days to a to a two class basketball okay um, let, right, let's, that, that's old days okay yeah let's go through i mean new Trier's 31 and four they're on a 13 game winning streak <clears throat> bennett 34 and one they're on an 18 game winning streak downers grove north 32 and three they're on a 19 game winning streak moline 33 and three 14 game winning streak that's all four teams have 31 wins or more and all are on at least a 13 game winning streak. And I, champagne. and I, and I'm working on a column here, then finishing up that kind of talks about four a in particular and kind of what I'm leading to is just how it is a little bit different. One, you just mentioned something that's a little different Two, It's, it's the first time, not the first time. It is a rare occurrence where all four semifinalists in the big class basketball in Illinois that they're all searching for their first state title. There isn't a oh, I hadn't even it, There's not a program. Uh, you know, it did happen one time recently, somewhat recently. I think it was 2016. Jalen Brunson senior year was that Brunson or 15? 15. 15. Um, Normal was down there maybe Lockport. Anyway, it was four teams that had not won a state title. But my other point of this column is that more or less, Mike, I think you would agree, more or less, we always have a monster or a favorite or a team to beat or almost unbeatable (laughs) in, in, in the big schools. Not all the time, but the vast majority, and I went through and I'm kind of laying it out in this column, and, and part of that is because there's been a superstar, whether it be, again, some of the names, Sean Livingston back-to-back, Derek Rose, Jabari Parker, Jaleel Okafor, Jalen Brunson, uh, all of those stars, John Shire. 
all of these big name stars led teams that, yeah, you kind of felt like they were going to win, which leads me to this year's group. I, I have a favorite and, and, and it's not like there's a bunch of surprises because in the, you know, the pre tournament thing, I, my championship game was Moline over Bennett. It could still materialize, but by no means would I have been stunned if, if, well, I, I will not be shocked if any of these four teams win the state title. I, I just, it's not going to be like, oh, wow. I would never have expected, you know, everybody would say that about Donner's Grove North two weeks ago, maybe a week ago. But after what they've done in the sectional and the super sectional, I, they just got something going, man. I mean, it, it is, it's a special thing as most teams do at this time of the year, but they are, um, they are just playing at a high level for them in comparison to no team is playing at a better level comparatively speaking within their own team from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, the downers Grove North doesn't mean they're the best team. Doesn't mean uh, it, that's not my point. It's just that they have significantly, I think back to the game I watched downers Grove North play Lions township in December. I think LT pulled away with a low scoring one point win at home, but just the improvement, in the strides they've made, uh, speaks a lot about Jim Thomas and the job he's done as a coach. But back to my original point, four teams that I think, I do think Moline's a favorite. I picked them for a reason to win it uh, because they just have two positions that they have the two best players in every game they play, and that's point guard Brock Harding and then um, Owen Freeman, the 6'10 big man. going. They're both going to Iowa. They're really the only two in 4A big named as far as you know high major top recruits in, in 4a uh so it's going to be interesting I, I i expect i will be stunned if either one of those games are lopsided i think they're going to be both tight down to the wire games in both those 4a semifinals oh boy well first off before i get some angry will county emails lockport has a state title so it could not have been Okay. Yes, you're right. 1970, <laughs> yeah. 1976, I think. 78. 78. Yeah. 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 Undefeated. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry. I, I, and I, I'm mad at you for making me uh, defend Lockport <laughs> and mention their state title. Ah, yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, moving on. I love that. Um, I had not thought about that. I just wrote my whole stupid preview for the paper. Um, I love that that none of the four have a state to all going for their first. That's that's great. I, no, that's I, pretty cool. I yeah, mean, as that's... this is going, I'm getting more and more into this for a field. I started out a little eh, and I re- it really grew on me over the course of today when I was look, going through the you know the records and everybody. And now that I, just even better. It's I think it's reminiscent of the first year of four classes, if you remember. Oh yeah, see I oh, hated that. Richards, yeah, I think played Zion Benton. Yeah. So I, I, I do think this is a better now if you remember three A had Simeon, that really great Marshall, Marshall a really good yeah. Marshall team. So it, it's it's my point is they, they had you know, all those teams were shooting for their first state title. Um, yeah, so that was what? It was Evanston. All right, had Evanston had a state title? I don't think they've ever won one, have they? I don't I don't know. Uh, Evanston Zion, Zion Benton, Benton Richards and who was the other one? That's what I don't remember. Huh? Um, yeah, I did not like that. I, it it might have been because I just was so angry about the four classes. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, but I also I was... yeah, ugh, it felt weird. Oh, <laughs> really weird. It it, it it was 
I'm wrong again because it was Lockport. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, the porters throwing wrenches and everything. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, it's um, uh... yeah. I would um, you know, I haven't made any predictions. I, I think what you said about Downers Grove North is probably the most important thing. Um, they are playing at the highest level. They've gone from of these four teams you know, two weeks ago, they're the ones we would have been most surprised to be here. And now I feel like they're the most likely to win, you know, with, with how well they've played and who they went through. Um, Bennett, we, you worry about their, maybe their road was too easy and they had a little trouble with Geneva. It's hard to give a lot of confidence when you see how well Downers Grove North is playing. New Trier, I, I just, to me, they're the, by far the weakest of the four and um, yeah, see, I don't, I don't see any of these teams that I could ever categorize that way. You know what I mean? I just of the by the, I guess those last two words you said by far. Um, really? See, I just don't have the big win for them this season to like. You know, I just, I just, I just think, down. I just think they're really tough. I think they are, are, and 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 this is coming from a person who was probably the biggest Nutrier fan a year ago with that team. I was just so engaged with that. I, I thought they were just dy- terrific. And I think they picked them to go downstate and last year and not this year. Uh, they're not as good uh, talent wise. Just, you're just, they're just not, but every team's different. And they set the tone with these things, Mike, that I don't think you can necessarily quantitate or, or identify clearly with a statistic. If that makes sense. They they just are tough. They're competitive. They're physical. Uh, they're 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 overlooked with that physicality, uh, with Fegan and Canellis at point guard. I, so yeah, I, now I do. I, I, mean, I agree with you that I think of the four with how Downers is playing. If I had to rank my teams, I'd probably go. I still I'd still put Bennett too. Uh, I just think they're so complete, and they've. I think we forget they're. What are they? Would you say they were thirty-three and one? Thirty-four and one. <laughs> and, that, and remember that loss. Don't forget that loss came four hours after they just played. They got in a huge hole to Simeon and then almost beat them. <laughs> yeah, and, and their number and it's the number one team. You know, Simeon. Yeah. So yes. I, I'd probably go Moline, Bennett, Downers, Nutrier. If I'm ranking one through four, uh, but I, I Nutrier. I don't think Bennett matches up great with Nutrier. Um, for a different couple different reasons that didn't materialize in Pontiac that game obviously they're both two teams that are at Pontiac holiday tournament yeah yeah that, that's a good point I hadn't yeah you're right well I yeah I, I I mean I just I just I I've loved I've mo I've watched Moline three times and they've got they you know what I talked about Donald's Grove North getting better I, actually I, I watched their game early in the season online and then watched two games in the second half of the season against very good opponents. And it was night and day, you know, I, they, they, they were a block shot away at the buzzer from beating Simeon. So that I thought it was going to be over and they just took apart rolling medals. So I think they have also because you remember they've they've got a transfer they've got Owen Freeman came from Bradley Bourbonnet and it was going to take time for them you know they they played the summer together but it, it was going to take some time for them to 
be cohesive and and, and get used in particular with playing with us all of a sudden poof we have a 610 big man that's it's you know that you've never played with before that, that's not easy so i think that took some time and i think they are obviously they they went toe to toe with Oswego East uh, from everybody I talked to said that game was, you know, right down the wire, a one point game, 30 seconds left. Uh, but I do think with Brock Hardy in a point guard, Nolan Freeman and, and some supporting, you know, pieces that complement those two, uh, they are going to be really tough to beat. For those who haven't, um, I think a lot of people might not be so impressed by the Rolling Meadows win anymore, but there's another big win for Moline the second half of the season. They walloped East St. Louis. Yes. Uh, 77 to 53. I mean, that's pretty alarming. <laughs> um, yes. Th- that would be their, I think their biggest win of the second half of the season. Um, uh, You know, a team that's here in 3A. Yeah. I mean, you think about you, you blew out East St. Louis, you blew out Rolling Meadows, you nearly beat Simeon, uh, you know, and, I, I just feel like they've got a team that that has established itself as a team to beat, but I do not think they're unbeatable. And, and just the Downers North, the, the the interesting part is, if any of well, you were at the the Whitney Young game, you know Jacob Bozeman was a oh a, yeah what, what was a big reason why Downers North upset Young, and he went down with an injury. Um, and was first, that against Hinsdale Central? First quarter against Sinzel Central. Okay, okay. D- did not play. He uh, didn't play wow. against Kenwood. I, I actually thought Donald's North had a shot of beating them until I heard he wasn't playing. And I thought, okay, that's one less piece. That's one, you know, some size, some length, some athleticism. Yes. Take them out of the take him out of the equation, and oh, that's a big blow. And uh, I'm pretty sure his availability is not. It's I don't know if it came it, up in the press conference. It, but it did. He I said, don't, um, I, don't, well, "I don't think he's playing." Right? No, I would go even further than you. To me, he was their second most important player. I, I thought Jacob Bozeman. He's a six-five kind of wing guardish guy that just does everything they need it you know he's not a huge points guy but if you look at their season stats too he's their um leading rebounder um yeah i, I believe yeah. and no, he, he gets assists and he score i mean he's almost he, a triple double a game low well, triple he, double and yeah. he can he can knock a shot down yeah um, you know I, 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 he's oh, a, so, he, sorry anyway yeah he um uh jim thomas said that uh he's almost certainly not gonna be able to play yeah but I mean, you surround. I mean, you know, Max Hack is is a three point shooter. I mean, we're not even getting to Jack Stanton, who's had just a unbelievable season as a junior. I, I he's lived up to everything that I thought he was going to be this year. To be honest, I I kind of bought into him this summer, last summer, and put him on you know as the breakout one of the breakout juniors, and then he, he did just that. I mean, he is. He just does things, Mike, that every high school player doesn't do and from an evaluation standpoint in terms of getting his shots off, being able to create space for himself. And when you're the targeted guy, when you're the guy that people are game playing for, defending, and you're not able to do that, they, they can shut you down. So he had he got a shot off against Kenwood when he wanted. Uh, and he was the difference in that game to be honest. I mean, the other, everybody was hitting threes, but you know, he was terrific and they've got a multiple multitude of guys that just are able to make shots and score. And 
Uh, they've got a little bit of size. Obviously, to lose that with Bozeman, that's going to hurt. And this is, set, um, by the way, uh, Stanton just been the talk of the city today. I, I talked to a bunch of people that were at the game, a bunch who weren't. People, it, it was just all over the public league. Jack Stanton <laughs> is the number one topic of conversation. I didn't hear a, a, any minor negative shading towards Jack Stanton's game. Universal love for the way he played. The other night, he won himself a few thousand fans. Jack Stanton at, at UIC. Um, I just kind of I did the math here in my uh, shot. For, oh, gee, now I closed it. Forty three percent from three this year, and a lot Jack of vo- and a lot of volume. Hundred and two <laughs> out of, of two hundred and thirty eight. And I think I, before we get, I guess moving on, the Downers Grove. It, it, this sets up nicely for next year. You know, Bozeman was kind of their key senior, really, and a lot. Most of these guys are back next year. Um, for Downers Grove North, I guess one last thing I, I crunched these numbers, uh, it'll be in the newspaper tomorrow. The uh, it's the West Suburban Silver against the Public League Super Conferences. Um, wound up not you know, like Proviso West didn't really play anyway. Downers Grove North, Lions, and Glenbard West, just those three teams over the last two years. Do you have any idea what their record is against the public league red seven and oh nine and two. Wow. Yeah. The only two wins Whitney young, <laughs> Whitney young beat downers North uh, last year and they beat um, lions. Uh, yeah. So they were able, but the, I mean, and the teams they've taken down young Kenwood Curie uh, perspectives. Uh, and it was a urban for West last year, Curie again. So, I mean, not those three teams are nine and two against the public league red the last two years. That's, that's something else. Yeah. Um, Anything, I guess we hit Bennett. I guess that's uh anything, anything for a, I don't know. I guess I feel like Bennett's the favorite. I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I, as I said, in the beginning, any of these four can win. Yeah. I'm not going to be surprised. I just think Moline is, is, they, they, if you're all, if I, I just everything's equal, I'm gonna take the two, go the two, the, the two kids that, that are clearly the two best players that are down there in foray. So we wind up, so the two hot, yeah. I mean, I guess it works out fine. So Bennett's most likely to get into the title game and wait for one of those. So it's a little harder for. Uh, well, anyway, it'll be a uh, very exciting. Uh, sorry, I was doing young coaches. Jim Thomas, how many years has he been there? Eight or something. You think? Uh, I think I think I think longer, isn't it? Longer. Oh wow, since two thousand seven, so yeah. sixteen years, double. Wow, that's a uh, two twenty two and two oh eight in sixteen years. Here we go. Uh, all right, well, four A. It's exciting. I, I'm I'm I've talked myself into it. I, I think maybe we've uh, also convinced some fans because I know there's a lot of people looking at it going, ah, eh, you know, there's not that big star really that kind right. of sells the 4a tickets instead it's going to be communities and I, I guess we should also mention it's going to be a huge crowd right yeah I mean, yeah I, i'd be i mean with the donald's grove north what they brought i'm telling you moline will they will really travel uh obviously bennett with nutrier <clears throat> so I, I that's 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 going to be a fun part of it yeah and the other i mean when is the last public league for or 4a that didn't have a public league gosh was it that first for uh I mean, I, 
I don't know. I might be. We we have so much. This a lot, of, a lot of research. So yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. I had not thought about it that way. Cause oh yeah. Wow. Uh, well, we do have a public league team in three A, and three A at least gives us. I do feel one of my criticisms of four A. It doesn't feel like a state tournament to me. Thank goodness Moline's there. What, if it was Oswego East, oh that, boy, <laughs> that would have been. Yeah, that would have been weird. That would have been all Western-ish, well, I guess neutral. Anyway, yeah, so at least Moline showed up to give us a mini state tournament feel. But thankfully in 3A, we've got a much better um, state tournament feel, although we do have two Chicago teams. It's St. Ignatius against Simeon and then Metamora against East St. Louis, which will at least, it guarantees us one big school state championship game, which is the Chicago area against somebody else. So that's good, too. Um I don't know. Do you, I for, I always forget that Ignatius won that third place game against Simeon last year. Um, well, you talk about okay, real quick. No one hates consolation games more than you. I've I've never heard anybody that hates them more than you. But I'm gonna say there has never become a more meaningless game now because of the schedule. These teams coming back and playing the night of that after they lose, I mean, it's really bad. Um, well, that's how it used to be, and that's why I've always hated them. Well, I, I, I just, yeah, but I, I, I just mean that's your only experience. At least back in the day, you at least like won a game, feeling good on Friday, go play the semis on the Saturday, then you lose, and then it just feels like a whatever. This is just a, I don't know. This is like your. My point is, you just show up to lose two games ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Say, and you're driving home that night. I don't, yeah. I don't even get to stay. <laughs> yeah. You didn't yeah. even experience anything. But I guess I, my point is Ignatius did beat Simeon in Champaign last year. So it, I mean, maybe we shouldn't think it's horribly unlikely. I just, I don't know. I feel like Ignatius was, they had a very fortunate road. Yeah, I don't. And and they're injured. They're banged up. Yeah. And I mean, they're, they're, they're missing yeah. starters. Yeah. The two starters are their second leading score. I mean, it's. I, yeah, I, I mean, I no disrespect to Grays Lake Central, but uh, that oh is, <laughs> I mean, a nice super sectional opponent. Yes. Um, meanwhile, Simeon, Mike. Yeah, it's we've seen some times where they have looked the part, and geez, did they look the part in, in, in the outset of that that um, Hillcrest game? They just now they're not a consistent shooting team. We saw them play Kenwood at home, and they. I don't know what the numbers were, but they couldn't hit shoot a lick. Um, they they had multiple players knocking down threes. Sam Lewis has become a little bit of not the forgotten man, but uh, to a degree. I mean, when he's playing at a, at a pretty well and aggressive mm-hmm. level offensively, they become a pretty dynamic offensive team. Uh, so you know the Rubens, obviously. So that they've just, I I, I don't. I'm not – I just don't think that, that there is an upset brewing there. I, I well, just – I don't either. I think it's really hard to see. However, they are teenagers. It is a road thing. And the key may be 10, 10 a.m. Yes. <laughs> yes. If anything Pro- weird would happen, 10 a.m. <laughs> that, that is 100% true. And it's yeah. probably other than – I've got a lot of – and I hate to complain – well, no, I don't care. I, you know, the the state tournament is never perfect, but the two things I hate: 10 a.m. 
And then I hate that like the Friday night prime time, there's nothing being played. It's just consolation games. It just seems so weird to me uh, that that's what our Friday night consists of the state tournament. But yeah, I, you know, 10, <laughs> 10, 10 a.m. is you know be goofy, and then you know our semifinal. I know they're out out of the area, but that has the makings of a really yeah. really fun game. Metamora, if you're not familiar with Metamora, they you know they runner up last year. Almost virtually every single player is back, and they play a very fun, unselfish, balanced share of the ball. Offensively, I love watching them. They run great stuff. And, you know, against an East St. Louis team that's super explosive and athletic and gets up and down. And that has, has the makings of being an extremely fun game uh, in that second semifinal. And Metamora, speaking of records and streaks, and I think they've won 30 in a row or 31 in a row. Um, and, yeah, since Joliet West, and uh, yeah, in lost since November. Yep. So I Thanksgiving and, and, week, and, and they've crazy. got you know they've got that confidence of playing, you know, here last year. I think that is going to benefit them for sure. I, I I think they beat East St. Louis, even though Ooh, East St. okay, yep, nice. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I enjoyed um listening to that. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Metamora coach Danny Greaves. Uh, the quote was. Well, when the ref swallowed the whistle there at the end, and we got beat up, <laughs> that's that was his like categorization of the end of the three A title game last year. And he said that what they took from that was they had to hit the weight room, and that's what they'd just been focusing on for months. And so they are apparently twice as strong universally as they were last year. So that'll help against East St. Louis. Um, it's exciting. Is McAleeb Rich the um? How would we? term this um well is he the top star yeah Michaela rich is probably at the tournament at the i mean well i mean no i'm at the moline kids are you think owen freeman i don't think so. i mean i mean what's your category i mean what are you like the they, they, guy people I mean, really want to watch oh the yeah most exciting I mean, player the yeah i i, I think Michaela Rich and Brock Harding, as far as just being fun. I mean, Brock Harding's a blast to watch. Um, you know, so, but Michaela Rich is a freak athlete uh, with a great college body. Uh, you know, he, he doesn't put up massive numbers, you know, offensively, uh, but I don't know. I, I usually look at the stats. You know, they, I think they were pretty good. It was like 19. Yeah. Uh, so I just, uh, you know, it gets to you what you said earlier about the state tournament. 3A, regardless, we're guaranteed to have a really good yeah. feel in terms of Chicago area. I think we both agree Simeon will most likely be that team against the winner of a I, – I think it's a toss-up, Metamora and East St. Louis. I'll take Metamora, but either way, it's going to be a fun – You know, I, 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 intrigue-wise, I think Simeon and Metamora, just because last year Metamora – Metamora took out Simeon, right? Yeah, yeah. In the yeah, semis. Of, yes, that would be a little, lot of fun. little rematch. Uh, you get two teams from different parts of the state. Unlike, I mean, think about 4A. What, like if Downers North and Bennett win, they are separated. Let me look here. Oh, boy. Yeah. 
Lyle do a downers. They border each other, I think. Four point nine miles. Yeah, I think Lyle and Downers Grove probably border. So yeah, yeah, five miles apart. Two teams that seems weird. Um, and it could happen. But yeah, I I I think you're regardless, you're going to get no again, I hate to we're probably just going to rev up the Saint Ignatius in engine. But Simeon versus either Metamora or St. Louis to me is just a, a terrifically, just a great game to watch. I will say the St. Ignatius kids who I did not know because I had not seen them play since York. And, you know, there's Jackson, Kentucky got hurt. It sounds like there's a chance he could play. Um, I thought he was out, but today they said there's a chance he Jackson, Jackson, Kentucky could play. Reggie Ray is out for sure. And uh, O'Shaughnessy's been out all year. He didn't play. But the, the kids who have stepped in for St. Ignatius, not only are they better than I expected, but they've now been playing for two months, basically. So they're it's a new team, and it's it, they are better than I expected. And there is some upside there. You know where you uh, you've really seen Phoenix Gill become more assertive. Um, so I don't think it's completely out of the question that Simeon. I mean, we didn't see them, you know, kind of dropping a turd last year, you know, like they did. But uh, Robert Smith spent the whole year telling everybody that the Metamora guy out coached him. So I think he would very much probably. But I, I, if you take out the 10 a.m. and you just say this one thing: if Simeon plays relatively close to who they are, they're not going to lose. Yeah, no, it's yeah. they would have to play a subpar game. And Ignatius would get to rise to the occasion, which, like you said, teenagers, 10 a.m., possibly. Night in a hotel <laughs> before, yeah. too. Oh, boy. Every coach's nightmare. <laughs> what a, uh, uh, let's get a, you know, things didn't really work out around the area for, I thought maybe I was going to have all this class 1A basketball to cover. I have none to cover. Uh, Marshall lost. Uh, St. Francis de Sales lost. So we have no one in 1A. Um, Scales Mound won a lot of fans last year and they are back. So I know a lot of people, they even played Glenbard West. They struck up that friendship with them. So Scales Mound is back. Tuscola, group of people I got to know, uh, during the, the, uh, COVID <laughs> when I went down there, I'm excited to see all of them again. They had the first game, you know, after, uh, when, when high school basketball came back, it was Tuscola that got going. Uh, they're against a uh, Bloomington Cornerstone Christian Academy. I knew nothing about that. Absolutely destroyed. Uh, you know what? It made history, Mike. But the first team that ever made a state finals that I have never heard of. Yeah, I didn't as a as a, as a basketball person who's person, covered yeah. forever. I never. I didn't even know they existed. So. <laughs> there they go. They're the Yorkville Christian of this year for people around the state. Uh, in 2A, we've got Tutopolis against DePaul. They, I uh, guess it sounds like it was a really good game against uh, Perspective's leadership where uh, they were done. It looked like uh, it was over and the Rams came back and surged back and won that one. So they'll be playing Tutopolis and they, the winner of that will get Rockridge against Bloomington Central Catholic. I, I think it's, I heard a lot of stuff. But two A basketball this morning, but none of it's convinced me that DePaul's not an overwhelming favorite, right? Uh, I've seen two of these teams. Obviously, DePaul, Bloomington Central. I I've been a pro DePaul guy. I bought all my stock back in the stock report. I I, I just if you knew their injuries and you and, and you knew what their their youth and you know 
it was bound to it. They could just come together in time. And then the, the preferred road they have in two a versus the schedule that they've played all year. It just lent itself to being, if, if it all came together, that they would be right back to where they were a year ago. And that's where they are. And I, you know, credit to Tom Kleinschmidt, I, 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 honestly, for 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 dealing with a lot of that. I mean, it, taking the youth, taking the injuries, uh, hodgepodging it here and there for a while, uh, says a lot about what he's been able to do with that team over the course of this year versus what he had last year. Uh, in particular, you know, Peyton Kamen was played very little during the season, hardly at all, and he went for. 50 points in the two sectional games. He's a six, six, you know, junior, um, you know, Jalen McElroy was a player, probably their best player prospect provides something that nobody else provides in size, athleticism and, and, and some strength inside. And he missed half the year. And so those two guys are back and then they got a bunch of other young players. So I, I just more than that. Uh, than even the one wait, Peyton's played 10 games and McElroy's played played eleven. Yeah, so I it, it's that's just crazy. Uh, yeah. So it, it, that's why I think that they are in a great spot, uh, and why I kind of believed that they would be where they are, just because if they could just get those guys back while these other guys gained experience, and that's where they are right now. So yeah, um, I, I do. I, I, but Bloomington Central Catholic, Mike, don't you know? Yeah, Cole Serta, you've mentioned him before. Let me give his yeah. numbers: twenty six and a half points per game, which has got to be tops of anybody in the tournament and he's hit 111 threes which is more than jack stanton but he's missed a hundred more yeah <laughs> so. and, and, and you know and, and he has a little bit more weight on his shoulders but also you know those fans out there that are into prospects and top up-and-coming players you know he is now my number three ranked player in the class of that junior class so you know he's got high major offers uh, you know, Illinois offered him, Northwestern's offered him here locally. So it's, he's a player to watch and, and, and you know, he's a game, game changer. So, so I, that, that would be the highest ranked player. I, yeah. Cause in four, I've got Hardy and Freeman and, and Michaela bridge. Those three are all in the top six, but they're not one, two, and three. So, yeah. I so mean, that's some it, excitement for two A, especially if we got a title game of, uh, yeah, all right. I yeah, DePaul that defense DePaul plays. Eh, I I just don't know if some of these teams have faced it. Well, Rock Ridge faced it last year and it didn't go well. Um I think they beat them by like 30 in that game. Rock Ridge is a returner um in 2A, so. Plus they got a great nickname in this wooden shoes, two topless. Oh, oh Joe, you were probably in school. We do we have enough time here? We got about a minute. Um this is my favorite quote from the uh coaches conference call chet reader the tutopolis the wooden shoes coach uh told us all that at least eight of his 15 players are descendants of tutopolis founder anton Niebruge. wow <laughs> so i mean <laughs> that means half the team's related and the other half could be <laughs> well and then i know I, I, I noticed in the conference that they're independent oh i didn't know that Huh. But it's going to take, I'm going to, Tutopolis is going to, the wooden shoes, I got it. We're going to spend some time. Yeah. Uh, no, it's going to be a fun weekend. Figuring out. But yes, it will. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back to wrap it all up. Enjoy the weekend. Get your hotels quick. They're selling out. <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>